0: The following is a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike, LLC. Hello and welcome into On The Mat on Hawkeyes, Mike. I'm your host, Tyler Chumlin. Looking forward to this week. It's Big Ten wrestling time. Big Ten wrestling action from Bloomington, Indiana. The Hawkeyes taking 10 wrestlers with high hopes to this tournament. We are going to have a great show for you. I'm going to go ahead and break down all the weight classes here in the first few minutes of the show. Then we're going to take a real quick break on the podcast and we're going to be joined by two-time Big Ten champ, two-time NCAA champ for the Iowa Hawkeyes, Matt McDonough. Recorded an interview with Matt earlier this Week had a great time talking with him, breaking down this Big Ten wrestling tournament. He's excited, and I don't blame him at all. The Hawkeyes have a lot of seniors; they've got a lot of prospects going into this tournament. Let's go ahead and get into it. You can catch a lot of the action on the Big Ten Network. Follow along with us on Twitter at Hawkeyes Mike. I'll be uh, tweeting along as well, trying to keep everybody updated as to what's going on. Let's go ahead and get into the weight classes. At 125, number one ranked senior wrestler, two-time All-American Thomas Gilman. It's his to lose, I think, and I think a lot of Hawkeye fans, I think a lot of wrestling fans believe that. A lot of it depends on if Nick Suriano wrestles or not. Kale uh, Sanderson not playing his hand there. Uh, he's not sure if he's going to wrestle or not. Suriano suffered that injury in the NWCA duels um, when they wrestled here a couple weeks ago. Other than other than Suriano and Gilman, you've got Tim Lambert from Nebraska, who Gilman has dominated um, in his career over the past couple seasons. Ethan Lizak, he's the wrestler from Minnesota. Uh, the kid that was up early against Gilman, 8 nothing. Gilman uh, was able to pin him in the third period. Unbelievable match. I know a lot of people have seen that footage. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's unbelievable. Number five, Connor Yautsi from Michigan. He's ranked number 16. He's in there as well as Johnny Jimenez from Wisconsin, Elijah Oliver from Indiana, and Jose Rodriguez from Ohio State, the uh, trash talker, if you will. I think a lot of Hawkeye fans remember that. Uh, but this is Gilman's to lose. It really is. And I think it's one of those things where he has a target on his back. So how will he respond to that? He's responded to that very well this season. He's had to adapt in a couple matches, but this is Gilman's time at 125. Seven wrestlers are going to qualify at 125. Thomas Gilman should be one of the seven. It's not his first rodeo. Thomas Gilman going for his first Big Ten championship though. He's relaxed, according to Gilman. Here's the senior one twenty five pounder for the Hawkeyes earlier this week.
1: Um, I think I'm a lot more relaxed. I'm not as uptight. You know, I just uh, you know I'm very workmanlike now. Um back then my first postseason
0: I, I was very tight. Didn't rough to my best because I was tight. Now I'm, I'm kind of relaxed, loose, but also hard and tough and ready to go. Uh, I'm, I'm more mature so and if things don't necessarily go my way, like in that finals match two years ago, mm-hmm. um, you know, I got taken down first and never really got back to the match, you know, now I'm, I'm mature or something
1: like that happens, I, I can get back in that match, um, so
0: yeah, just some, I'm a lot more than At 133, let's go ahead and get into the second week class, nine qualifiers at 133, Corey Clark, the number three seed for the Hawkeyes, he's a champ last year, lost to Montoya in the duel here a couple weeks ago, so we'll see where he's at, but again, he bounced back a little bit here the last week I'm in mean, the NWCA's Clark's three time all American the guy's very very good but as I mentioned he's got Montoya right there as the two seed Clark being the three seed and then you've got Nathan Tomasello who's ranked number one very very good wrestler Tomasello is the kind of guy that you know these two could go back and forth and I think it's probably between well you know this I would I would probably throw five wrestlers into this weight class saying that five guys could win and that's Tomasello Montoya Clark Richards from Illinois and then Stephen Missick from Michigan the number seven ranked wrestler. Any one of these guys can win. It should be a really fun weight class. Nine wrestlers are going to qualify, as I mentioned. Billy Rappo from Maryland, he's in there with Mitch McKee from Minnesota. You've got Welch from Purdue, uh, Stickley from Wisconsin, Iker from Michigan State, uh, Delvecchio from Rutgers. You've got some very, very good wrestlers. Corey Clark's expectation, as it is for a lot of Hawkeyes, is to win the weight class. It absolutely is, and that is what he's expecting. That's what Hawkeye fans are expecting, and you should. He's a senior, and typically seniors wrestle very well when postseason wrestling occurs. Here's Corey Clark previewing what's coming up this weekend for him at the Big Ten Wrestling Tournament.
2: Big opportunity, It's just like
1: the previous Big Ten tournaments. It's always a good tournament, a good stepping stone tournament to get where you want to be for the national tournament. It dictates where, you, where you're where placed at in the bracket, which doesn't really matter, but you always want to perform well. and and to keep building on where you're at this season. And that's what I look
0: forward to doing is going out there and, you know, showing what I can do, getting that Big Ten title. Another senior who's been lightning the last few weeks is Topher Carton at 141. He is the sixth seed, ranked number 13 for the Hawkeyes. 141, I think it's probably the most up-for-grabs weight class in this tournament. There really isn't. Well, there is. I mean, Anthony Auchenal is very good, number five ranked wrestler. He was the champ last year. But I think this thing is up-for-grabs. I mean, you look at the guys right behind him. Jimmy Goulabon's the two-seed. If you remember back to the dual meet, Goulabon, it took him multiple takedowns in the final period to beat Carton. Carton went head-to-head with Tommy Thorne, almost beat him. He beat Colton McChrystal, the four-seed from Nebraska. He wrestled very well against Luke Putcher from Ohio State, the number 12-ranked wrestler. He's the five-seed. I think Carton can win this me- Can win this weight class. Absolutely. Other other wrestlers in this weight class, Javier Gaska, the third from Michigan State. You've got uh, Profassi from Michigan. you got Martin from Wisconsin, McKenna from Northwestern. We from Indiana, um, Ayersman from Purdue, Dial from Maryland, and Joda from Illinois. I think Carton can win this thing, and he's wrestled so well, and you see seniors always step up when it comes to postseason wrestling. It should be fun to watch. Topher Carton, kind of on his uh, on his swan song, nine wrestlers are going to qualify. I think Topher Carton's going to qualify for the NCAAs, which is just absolutely phenomenal, considering everything that's happened uh, this season. We weren't really sure you know, who it was going to even be at this weight class um, I don't think a year ago, and Carton's really taken it on. He's really, really been a phenomenal wrestler at 141 149 six qualifiers the number one ranked wrestler Zane Rutherford no surprise there ranked number one he was the champ last year Zane Rutherford's a very very good wrestler no mistake about that number two is Brandon Sorensen ranked number four he's been second at the Big Tens twice and he's lost to Zane Rutherford a lot <laughs> so kind of makes you wonder what happens here can Sorensen finally get over the hump and it, it's always tough when you've beaten a guy so many times and he's gunning for you he's gunning for you, but it's also tough when a guy's beaten you so many times. Nothing's working, nothing seems to be working, but again, it's gotten better. Each time they've wrestled, Sorensen has been that much closer. Last time, they ended up going into tiebreakers, and Sorensen lost in the dual meet, but again, this is a tough weight class, and I think that you know the top three guys are Sorensen, Rutherford, and Michael Michael Jordan from Ohio State, but then you get into a couple guys that are lower in the rankings, but still very good wrestlers, and Alfred Bannister from Maryland, Kenny Theobald from Rutgers, uh, Andrew Cohen from Wisconsin, and Eric Barone from Illinois. All very good wrestlers, all guys in the rankings, all guys expecting to do well at this weight class. And I think I think it shows a lot that there's only six qualifiers at 149. Um, and you've got seven guys that are in the rankings um in this the top seven seats. I think they'll probably get a net large bid, depending on how things go, but this is Sorensen's. He needs to win this weight class, and this is where Iowa needs to get some bonus points. He needs to score points when he wrestles some of these other guys. When he wrestles, you know, the guys like like a cone or a Barone or even when he wrestles a guy like Bannister, he's got to get bonus points. He absolutely has to. 157 nine qualifiers. I think one of those qualifiers will be Michael Kemmerer, the young redshirt freshman for the Hawkeyes. He's ranked number two. He's the two seed in this tournament. Right behind him, he's beat him twice. Tyler Berger from Nebraska, the number three seed and that number one seed from Penn State, Jason Nolf. If the Nittany Lions want anything to do with the championship in this Big Ten Championships, Jason Nolf is going to probably have to win this weight class. And it's going to be a tough weight class, but I know Nolf can do it. Uh, Nolf undefeated on the year. He's wrestled very, very, very well. You look back to what Kemmerer and Nolf went through at the dual meet, it looked like Nolf was a better wrestler. It'd be interesting to hear what Matt McDonough has to say on the interview. We're going to join uh, Matt McDonough here in a little bit on On the Mat on Hawkeyes. Mike, the uh, four-seeds Jake Short from Minnesota. He's number nine ranked. uh, Langendurfer from Illinois is the five-seed. Brian Murphy from Michigan. He's ranked number 10 overall. He's the six-seed. John Van Brill, he's a ranked wrestler, number 19. He's the seven-seed from Rutgers. And then there's a whole slew of guys behind here. Nine guys are going to qualify. You've got Danishek from Indiana, Rushall from Wisconsin, Alex Griffin from Purdue, Ryan from Ohio State, Thompson from Michigan State, Alexander from Maryland, Sullivan from Northwestern. Nine guys are going to qualify. They seeded out fourteen wrestlers. Kemmerer is the two seed. I really, really hope we get to see Kemmerer and Berger again because that's been a heck of a match both time they've gone. And I'd love to see Jason Nolf and Michael Kemmerer get another shot at each other if it's in the Big Tens or if it's in the national tournament here in a couple weeks. 165 seven qualifiers. Isaiah Martinez, defending champ. He's ranked number one. He's the one seed from the Illini. Logan Massa from Michigan, the all-star freshman he's in there as well. Should be tough sledding at the top because the number four, the top four seeded wrestlers are the top four ranked wrestlers in the country. Number three is Isaac Jordan and then Vincenzo Joseph from Penn State. But the number five seed, Joey Gunther. Now, if you remember back, Joey Gunther took Isaac Jordan into sudden victory. He lost that match, but he took him into sudden victory. He wrestled very tough against Penn State. He's wrestled very tough against everybody pretty much down the stretch. Joey Gunther's wrestling in his first Big Ten wrestling tournament. He's excited about the opportunity. Here's Gunther chatting about it earlier this week in the Hawkeye Wrestling Room.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm really excited for Big Tens. It's something that I watched last year. Brooks and Clark won it and all the guys competing in it and uh, it looks awesome. Something that I've wanted to do since I've been little and I'm uh,
0: ready to go. It's good to see where Gunther's at because if you remember back to the beginning of the season, we weren't sure if it was going to be Marinelli. We weren't sure if it was going to be St. John. We weren't sure if it was going to be Gunther. Gunther took the reins, took this weight class by storm and he's ranked number 16. He's the five seed. Seven wrestlers are going to qualify. You've got the guy in Nick Wanzak right behind him, number 17. He's the sixth seed, but Gunther should qualify and Gunther has a good chance here to make some noise. I would I would project Gunther is probably the wrestler that I'm looking at making the biggest improvement during the Big Ten tournament into the NCAA tournament and I think Joey Gunther can have a very special career with the Iowa Hawkeyes. I think he's right there. If he can take some of that Greco-Roman uh, success that he's had in the, in high school and nationally, if he can translate some of that to this folk style wrestling, and he can do this in the, in the Big Ten championships and NCAAs, watch out for this weight class. Again, 165, seven qualifiers. 174, senior, number five seeded Alex Meyer, was an All-American last year, placed eighth at the NCAA tournament. Big 10s are going to be tough, but I think Alex Meyer has a very good chance to make some noise to the Big 10s. Number one seed's Bo Jordan. He's ranked number three overall from Ohio State. Number two seed's Mark Hall from Penn State. He's ranked number five. Zach Brunson from Illinois. He's ranked number 11. Miles Amin from Michigan. He's ranked number eight. He's the four seed. Then Meyer's the five Seed. Then you've got Pagano from Wreckers, the sixth seed. Morrissey from Purdue is the seven seed. Skatska from Indiana is the eighth seed. Micah Barnes from Nebraska is the nine seed. Then you got Farr, that's Chris Farr, the younger Farr from Minnesota is the ten seed. Ryan Christensen from Wisconsin is eleven. Drew Barnes, Michigan State. Uh, Ugalde, Maryland. And then Cody from Northwestern is the fourteen seed. Nine wrestlers qualify. They seeded out all fourteen seeds. This is where Alex Meyer has to go. We've heard so many times over the last two seasons, preseason and throughout the season, Tom Brands praising Alex Meyer, telling us that he's so good and he's He's right there and he's gonna get there and he's gonna get there. Last year he got there, he was an all-American, he placed eighth. That can't be good enough for Alex Meyer. He's got to do more, he's got to do better than that, and he's gotta to try to become a Big Ten champion. I think he's got the chops for it, but he's got to prove it and he has to do it against some pretty good wrestlers. You look at Bo Jordan and Mark Hall at the top of this weight class, that's tough sledding. And then right below them, Brunson, Amin, even guys like Pagano, that's tough. Those are tough wrestlers. Alex Meyer's got his work cut out for him, but again, I think Alex Meyer can do it. I think Alex Meyer has what it takes to be a Big Ten champ. Now, what he's got to do is he's got to go out and seize it. He's got to remember, I'm a senior. I got to go out there and I got to do this. Let's move on to 184. This is going to be one of the most fun weight classes. I think this might be the most competitive weight class um all the way throughout the first seven seeds. 184 is a stacked field, as I mentioned. Here's Sammy Brooks on what's coming up this weekend. It's going to be tough. Here's Brooks talking about that stacked field that I mentioned.
1: Yeah, but that's, okay. but that's what you want, right? And Then if you come out on the top, then you get to be I beat all of these guys, so that's what you look for you know you know you don't want to shy away from good wrestling if you do then what are you wrestling for, you know the this, that's
0: what's You've got seven ranked wrestlers. You've got number two, Bo Nickel, the one seed. Brooks from the Hawkeyes, number three. He's the number two seed. He was the champ last year. You've got Nate Jackson from Indiana. He's the three seed, ranked number eight. Miles Martin's ranked number seven from the Buckeyes. He's the four seed. TJ Dudley, he's the five seed from Nebraska. Emery Parker from Illinois, he's the he's ranked number 11. He's the six seed. Nick Gravina from Rutgers, he's the number 12 seed. Then you've got a whole bunch of other guys, nine qualifying, so they seeded out all 14 wrestlers. You've got Ritter from Wisconsin. Slega from Northwestern. Steveson from Minnesota. Lynn from Purdue. Pataglia from Michigan, Shadia from Michigan State, and then Idris White from Maryland rounds it out at 14. This is one heck of a weight class, guys. You look at Nickel, Brooks, Jackson Martin, Dudley, Parker, Grafina. That is one heck of a weight class. 184 is going to be fun. There's going to be somebody in that final that probably maybe you're not expecting to be in that final. Whether that's against Sammy Brooks or against Bo Nickel, I don't know, but this is going to be one fun weight class, and it's not going to disappoint. <laughs> Last year, it didn't disappoint either. I kind of hope Sammy Brooks ends up in that interview room after. Just so we can hear about the mullet again, and how we can hear about the uh, the bowling brackets on the back of the uh, back of the Big Ten tournament bracket. But again, that should be a tough weight class. But again, Brooks is a senior. He expects to be there. He expects to win this weight class. And nothing nothing short of winning the weight class is going to be good enough for him. Now we get into the, to, to, to the two unknown weight classes for the Hawkeye. Well, unknown, sort of unknown. 197. Cash Wilkie, the freshman. He's the seven seed. Seven wrestlers will qualify from 197 automatically. Right ahead of him, you got Berkowitz from Northwestern, the sixth seed. Robert from Wisconsin, ranked number 12. He's the five seed. Then you've got some good wrestlers in the top four. McCutcheon from Penn State, he's the four seed, ranked number seven. Studebaker from Nebraska, ranked number six. He's the three seed. The Buckeye from Ohio State, Colin Moore, the number two seed, ranked number four. And then Brett Farr, the upperclassman, the uh, heavier of the two Fars, ranked number two. He's the one seed. I think that it's more than like I mean, you're looking at probably a combination of Far, more Studebaker, um, McCutcheon in the championship. I don't know who it'll be. I would imagine there'll probably be an upset in there somewhere, whether that's Far losing, are more losing. I'm not sure. I would imagine that's probably your championship. But again, who's to say Cash Wilkie can't do that? He's wrestled these guys. He's looked outmatched. But this is when guys, their t- their time to shine is postseason. None of the other stuff matters. You've wrestled those dual meets. Yes, they matter for regular season championships. You wrestled the NWCA dual series. That's all fine and good. That's all fun. This is when it matters. This is when guys step up. This is when boys turn into men. And that's the, that's the beauty of this. I've sat in Big Ten tournaments where guys come out of nowhere and win Big Ten championships. I've sat in Big Ten tournaments tournaments where the one seed will lose in the second round the one seed will lose in the first round it's unbelievable this is when cash wilkie has to go seven wrestlers qualify automatically cash wilkie the seven seed outside chance just the way that tom brands put it a little while ago and i think he i think he's i don't want to say he's tipping his cap a little bit but i, I think i think this is going to be a, i think this is going to be a fun tournament for cash wilkie i think he's going to end up wrestling in the end ncaa's here in a couple of weeks moving on to the final weight class 285 five qualifiers i would imagine they'll probably get at least one more from the big 10, um, depending on who it ends up being, but you've got your top three wrestlers, Snyder, who's won everything. He's number one. Connor Midbury's number two from Wisconsin. Then you've got Neville's from Penn State, who's number three. And then after that, it doesn't drop off that much. They've got some really good wrestlers in this weight class. You've got Krios from Minnesota. He's the four seed. He's ranked number eight. Colin Jensen's the five seed. He's ranked number 13. And then Brooks Black, he's ranked number 16. He's the six seed. Yosef uh, Hamida from Maryland. He is that, uh, that final seed, the seven seed with only five qualifying. Interesting here, too. You've got six ranked wrestlers, only five automatically qualifying. So where does Stephen Holloway fall into all of this? I don't know. I wish I could give you some sort of wisdom or some sort of analysis, but but I don't know. And that's okay. Going into this thing, if Sam Stoll's healthy, we're talking about Sam Stoll trying to win this weight class. And I'm not kidding about that. I think Sam Stoll can beat Kyle Snyder. Absolutely. I think he beat Connor Medbury. Absolutely. Stephen Holloway can't. <laughs> and, and, and I don't want mince words there. Um, but he can't. And we've seen him wrestle Medbury. We've seen him wrestle Krails, We've seen him wrestle Neville's We've seen him wrestle these good wrestlers, and he's wrestled with them. Can he beat them? I don't know. That's when you you learn that about yourself in these tournaments. It's just you versus one guy. You go into that mat. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't matter who he is. You have to do what you can do do well. He's a big, strong kid. He's young. He's undersized, yes, but he's got. I think he's got the motivation. He just has to believe in himself a little bit, and I think he'll get there. I really do. I think if you can have the right training partners in the room, I think he can get there. And I don't necessarily think that Holloway's going to qualify by any means, but. Who knows get an upset first round get an upset in the second round you're right there you're pretty pretty close right there to qualifying it'll be interesting to see what Holloway can do in this tournament and again you know you you look at heavyweight as being a very very tough tough weight class to win you've got Snyder Medbury, Nevels as your favorites Krails could win the thing Um, I think even Jensen could win the thing honestly from Nebraska but again we'll see and Holloway is a freshman and he has to show up and he has to try as hard as he possibly can to get points when he can because that's when it comes into the team race The team race is when when we're gonna we're gonna start talking about you know where this Iowa team is at as far as the legacy of it all Iowa wasn't one of the Big Ten championship in a long time as far as individual them by themselves at the top of the podium they tied with Ohio State a couple years ago cool you know but this conference has been dominated by Penn State Cale Sanderson owns this conference he does and, and I, I, I I Hawkeye fans hate me saying that and I'm sure they do but he does Cale Sanderson owns this conference he's got a team this year that maybe has a couple holes in there I think you you look up and down these weight classes, um, and there, there's a few holes. Now, can you exploit those holes, and can you can you really can can you overcome them? I'm not really sure. I, I mean, their upper weights are very good. You've got Neville's at heavyweight. You've got McCutcheon at 197. You've got Nickel at 184. You've got Mark Hall at 174. You've got Vincenzo Joseph at 165. You've got Jason Olaf at 14, 157. And then you've got Rutherford, obviously, at a 140. I mean, they're the favorite, but they're lower weight classes. Gulabon's not that great, I don't think. I mean, at 141, I think that 133 is kind of a throwaway weight for Penn State, which it happens. 125, Seriano might not even wrestle. You got a really legitimate chance here. They're going to get theirs at their upper weight. When they get past those first few weights, they're going to get theirs, man, and they're going to have champs. They're going to have many champs. They're going to have multiple. I bet they have at least three champions in this tournament. I do. But if you can overcome a few of those areas, you can get Topher Carton to place well ahead of Jimmy Goulabon at 141. That'd be huge. Get Kemmerer to beat Nolf at 150. Sorensen finally beat Rutherford at 149. That'd be crazy. That'd be awesome. Get Gunther to beat Vincenzo Joseph. A big upset at 165, and I was right there. Alex Meyer, win 174. Win it. You can beat Penn State. The other team you got to watch out for is Ohio State, though. Ohio State's got some really, really, really good wrestlers. You look up and down this lineup, and they're sneaky, man. They, they get into these postseason tournaments, and they're sneaky. And got yeah, Jose Rodriguez at 125. Eh, okay. You know, that's, it is what it is. We've seen him wrestle. We've seen him wrestle Gilman. We saw what that happened. Happened. Um, 133, Tomasello. He's your favorite at 133. You get into 141, Pletcher. Pletcher's the four seed. It's a good wrestler right there. 149, you got Penn State and then Iowa right number one and two. Right behind him, the three seed's Micah Jordan. He's a very, very good wrestler. Uh, they don't really show well at 157, um, nor do they really show well at 165. But again, that's it's typical in, in these lineups. You can't have elite wrestlers all the way up and down. But they bounce right back at 174 with Bo Jordan. 184, Miles Martin. This, this is a good team up and down. You got Colin Moore, and then you have the number one ranked wrestler. Probably the, I don't want to say he's the best wrestler in this entire group, but Kyle Snyder's there at heavyweight. Iowa, Penn State, and Ohio State are the three teams you want to watch in this tournament. Illinois's got some interesting wrestlers. Nebraska's got some very interesting wrestlers. Nebraska's probably probably right there, I would say. It kind of depends on if Berger and those guys can overcome, if Lambert can get a couple big upsets. If Lambert beats Gilman, that'd be huge for Nebraska. But I think Iowa's right there with Penn State and Ohio State as favorites. It remains to be seen. We will see. Okay, I'm done. Breaking this thing down. That's enough breakdown for me. Your host, Tyler Chumman on on the mat. This is Hawkeye's Mike. This is your special preview of the Big Ten Wrestling Championship. Special treat for you coming up after this quick break. Two-time NCAA champ, two-time Big Ten champ, Matt McDonough. He's going to join me on the phone coming up here in a little bit. Looking forward to breaking down this Big Ten tournament with Matt. We're going to do that after this real quick break here on On the Mat. This is Hawkeye's Mike.
2: Hawkeye's Mic programs are brought to you in part by Prefence Hand Sanitizer. One application lasts all day. Try the hand sanitizer used by the Iowa Hawkeyes and remember, the best defense is prefence. And by TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal, building strong and safe in the Midwest for over 50 years. Are you or your local Iowa company looking for a new roof or sheet metal work? TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal specializes in low slope commercial and industrial roofing and sheet metal. Building strong and safe in the Midwest for over 50 years, TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal, located in Ely, Iowa, just south of Cedar Rapids, provides strong, expert customer service and the best quality fit for you, their customer. For a free estimate, give TNK a call at 319-848-4191 or toll-free at 1-800-383-7663. You can also visit their brand new website at tkroofing.com. TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal, your home for all your low slope roofing systems. Give them a call today. Again, 319 848 4191 or toll free at 1 800 383 7663.
0: Welcome back to On The Mat. This is Hawkeyes Mike. I'm your host Tyler Chumlin at Tyler Chumlin on Twitter. Very special edition of On The Mat coming up with the Big Tens this weekend in Bloomington, Indiana. The Hawkeyes looking to get back on the top of the podium uh, for the first time in a long time at least by themselves. Tied with Ohio State a couple years ago. Tom Brand's taking his team over to Indiana. We're joined now by Matt McDonough two-time NCAA champion. He's won Big Ten championships. He's done pretty much anything and everything you could possibly do at this level of wrestling. So Matt first time you've been on the program. It's, uh, It's nice having you on man
1: thank you it is uh it's great to be on and uh it's that exciting time of year again where it's getting ready for championship season
0: Matt we look at this Iowa team and there's a lot of seniors here but there's also some freshmen this is really an odd kind of team I think lots you know there's not a whole lot of guys that are that are middle classmen there's you know you have sorensen who's a junior you've got a couple other guys that are there but there's a couple freshmen and then mostly seniors on this team
1: yeah you know it's uh it's definitely uh has some striking similarities to to the team that i was on um, my freshman year where there was a lot of seniors and a couple of good freshmen and looking to make a run so um i, I really like this team that the that, that hawks have right now and um i think they they definitely have a good shot at at making some noise
0: well, let's go ahead and get into it. Let's start with one of those seniors. Number one ranked Thomas Gilman. Uh, seven guys are going to qualify at 125. Gilman is obviously the favorite going into this. Undefeated record. He's had some great matches this year. He's even kind of become um, somewhat of a villain. I know that there's been a lot of Twitter action on that. And um, I, I, I like following Gilman. He's been one of my favorite wrestlers to cover just because of the personality there and kind of um, what kind of comes with it. But you look at the rest of this weight class, you got Seriano from Penn State, and then there's Lambert from Nebraska, who's the three seed going in. He's been able to dominate Lambert. He wrestled, probably not his best match against Suriano, but he was able to beat him in the duel. This has got to be Gilman's time I would imagine Matt that this is Gilman's weight class in the big tens as well as the national tournament coming up in a couple weeks
1: this is absolutely Gilman's weight class um, it's, it's his to it's his to lose and you know he he's not only looking to win but he's looking to do it with uh, with striking fashion too um, you gotta wonder uh, the plan with Suriano. I know that I've read some uh, some stuff on whether or not he'll even compete at the big tens here so that yeah. could make a difference um, in the tournament tournament but I I uh, I really hope it and and uh, expect Gilman it to, to score some bonus points for the Hawks and you know he um he has a plan and he has a mission and he's definitely um, stuck to it all year I mean he had a close call with uh with Minnesota with Lee Zach, and he managed to fight his way out of that I think that this is uh this is his time and he uh he's willing it to to be that way
0: Matt how hard is that going into the going into the postseason with that target on your back? I mean, you look at what you were able to do when you were at Iowa. You won Big Ten championships, you won NCAA championships, and you had to come back. And you were that guy that I think everybody was kind of targeting, um, obviously with your senior year, the way things went with injury and everything else. But how hard is that going into these tournaments with that target on your back?
2: Uh,
1: it definitely presents a new challenge. Everybody is trying to knock you off, and, and they want to blindside you. They want to catch you off guard, catch you relaxing a little bit. But, um, and even beyond that, the only time in my career I went into the Big Ten tournament undefeated was my freshman year. and That alone is extremely hard to do, and to get through all that without a loss is something that I never even was able to do. So if Gilman can do that, you know, he, he ranks himself with, with uh, some pretty great company of Hawkeyes, being able to, to run the table in the Big Tens and run the table in the Nationals, and you know, he doesn't have a title at either, and so that's something I think that, that Probably comes to mind of a of a serious goal to meet to uh, to win a Big Ten title and to win a national title.
0: Let's go ahead and move on to 133. Corey Clark coming in the number five ranked wrestler, number three seed in the Big Ten. He's got Tomasello, who was the champ last year, at the one seed Montoya from Nebraska, the uh, number four seed Montoya was able to beat Clark, uh, dramatic fashion in that match here a couple weeks ago in the dual meet. Clark also a senior. You got to think this is his time to go. This he's been there at the end, hasn't quite got to where he wants to be. You got to think Clark is gonna be kind of in the same boat as Gilman I would think yeah
1: Corey Clark he uh, he's a he's a strange fellow you know he he definitely is a gamer and when it's time to compete he's ready to compete you know he's had things going on all year with his shoulder obviously wearing the brace and, and I think the most of it was you know to prepare for this moment for this weekend and I think he is ready to go um, he's gonna have a tough challenge with Montoya Montoya is is a goer and he wrestles the whole time but you know you, you look at the way the match went if you change one thing around for Clark on top where he, um, he stays more solid and basic on top and he wins that match and that's something that he's going to have to do throughout this tournament is stay in good position throughout every match and not give up easy points and you know that's the difference between the matches Clark's won this year and the matches he's lost
0: Talking to Matt McDonough, two-time Big Ten champion champ, two-time NCAA champ, three-time All-American here on On The Mat. This is Hawkeyes Mike. Matt, let's move on to 141. Uh, Topher Carton, another senior. He's really been wrestling well over the last few weeks. Um, I think you talk a lot about guys peaking in their senior year. This is one of those weight classes that was kind of up in the air, I think, you know going into the year. How good is he going to be? Where are they going to be at postseason? But he's coming into this tournament with the sixth seed. He's got a ranking behind his name. He beat a ranked wrestler in McChrystal a couple weeks ago. You look at the top of this weight class and you a know, uh, Guys like Achenalt and Gulabon and even Thorne, but he's wrestled with these guys all year. You gotta like uh, Carton going forward. Yeah, this, this is, is a perfect,
1: perfect chance for Topher Carton to, to flex, flex his muscles going into the, the national tournament, tournament and maybe put a little bit of respect behind his name for the seeding in that national tournament. He, he's got a great shot at making it. I don't think that's something that, you know, is an issue as much as it is, set yourself up to do big things in the national tournament and the only chance left to do that is here and you know he does have several ranked wrestlers he can avenge some losses and he can step up his uh his ranking a few notches before the national tournament so you know i really like the way he's been wrestling over the past few weeks and when it comes down to it though it it just comes to whether he's he's in top form or not um and i expect him to be in top form at the big tens
0: you mentioned some of those close losses. As you look at what Gulabon did to him, a couple takedowns, actually I think three or four takedowns—in the third period. Lost to Pletcher five to four. Thorn beat him three to two. It just seems like he's right there, man. And as a senior, you gotta like—you gotta like that going into the postseason.
1: You know that you always wanna wanna be able to, to improve in the postseason, and, and he has those losses, and you know, those sting then, but these are the ones that matter, and that's what's going to have to happen, is he has to win those close matches, and you know what? The last um, few matches he had, he, he won those close matches. He he got a fall um, against Edinburgh, but the last Big Ten match against Nebraska, he won a tough, hard-fought, close match against McChrystal, who's actually seated above him at this tournament, so he's got another chance to get uh, to- to take it to those guys.
0: Big 10 tournament for the Hawkeyes coming up this weekend in Bloomington, Indiana. Moving on to 149, six wrestlers are going to qualify. The two names Iowa fans are going to be really looking at at in this uh, weight class is going to be number two, Brandon Sorensen, the number two seed, number four ranked wrestler, and number one, Zane Rutherford. Matt, is Brandon Sorensen finally going to beat Rutherford? They got so close in the duel, but it just seems like he can't get that monkey off his back.
1: I think this is probably one of the top three matches that everyone wants to see. Um, at the Big Ten tournament, and, you know, it's been close every time, and, you know, is it going to be, or I guess it was close to last time, but before that it was a little bit of separation. Is it going to be one of those matches that is tooth and nail hard fought, or is it going to be all Rutherford, and, you know, if you're a Hawk fan, you want to see Brandon Sorensen come out and go at a suicide pace for seven minutes and take Rutherford and give him everything he's got, um, but you, know, you also can't look ahead he, he has a tough opponent in Micah Jordan and um, th- there's others at that weight that are capable and you know, he's got to put them down first
0: 149. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully, we do get to see that matchup. As I said, that last one was so close. I think that was in the second tiebreaker. I think he lost that one 9 to 8 in that dual meet. Um, just an unbelievable match. Let's go ahead and move to 157. Um, redshirt freshman Michael Kemmer. Kemmer has been outstanding this year. I don't think it really surprised a whole lot of people that he was going to be this good. But it's it, the fact that he's ranked number two. He wrestled with Nolf. I think Nolf looked like he was the superior guy that day. Um, but there's some really good wrestlers at this weight class, and Kemmer has been able to beat beat all of them. All season um the three seed burger from nebraska he beat him twice in fact once at the duel once for the midlands championship um is an interesting situation here because he's one of those freshmen we talked about a little bit ago matt in the sense that i mean this guy is right at the top of his weight class now the sky's the limit for this guy going forward
1: absolutely he's got a great upside you know it's a kid that that uh isn't just a great wrestler he's a great person he does stuff right he uh he's about the sport and he's learning to to win close battles um and and, you know that was something over the course of time that he had to figure out about college wrestling is the close battles to to get those going in your way Um, and you know, I really, I, even though the result wasn't the way you wanted, I like the fact that he got a match against Nolfe because now, you know, what the number one is now, you know, what the mark is, where you got to get to and what you got to do to win. And he's felt that. Um, but you know, that's another one where you definitely can't look ahead. He's got a very capable opponent in Berger. And that guy, he's right now, he's thinking that those last two losses, those were just, you know, for bragging rights, this is the one that matters. So that guy's coming out after you um, at the next match, and he's going to have to put him down.
0: 165. Uh, seven guys are going to qualify. This is we're, we're starting to get into a couple of the weight classes. I, you know, we've got five weight classes left. Three of the five are not necessarily questionable, um, but I think I look at you know I look at Meyer and I look at Sammy Brooks and I think those are probably definites for the Hawkeyes and where they can score points. But 165 is going to be a tough weight class. The top four wrestlers in the entire country are in this weight class: and Martinez, Massa, Jordan, and Joseph. Gunther really has wrestled against some of these guys, really, really tough. What does Joey Gunther have to do to score? points qualify for the NCAA tournament, and really kind of make his mark as an underclassman.
1: Joey Gunther, he, you know, he's he's got to be scoring points every match. He's got to be scoring offensive points. He's got to stay on his offense. But on the reverse side of that, he, he's he's got to know that he belongs there with all these guys, and he can compete with every one of them. Um, and I think he's he's learned that over the course of the year with some of these matches, and he's just gonna. Um, have to go out there and, you know, put it, put it on them uh, come the tournament. So for him, you know, offense is key in staying in the match and, and, and competing the entire seven minutes – is huge for him.
0: It's crazy to think that you know before the season we're talking about who's going to wrestle this weight class. Is it going to be Marinelli? Is it going to be Skyler Saint John? Gunther really kind of pushes his way in there and really kind of um, kind of takes over at the weight class. Becomes a ranked wrestler. He's talking about it, you know a guy that's the five seed going in and is in a weight class that qualifies seven. Should be interesting to see where Gunther ends up. One seventy four. Uh, nine guys are going to qualify. We're back to another senior for the Hawkeyes. Uh, number ten, Alex Meyer. He's the five seed. Uh, you've got some really good guys in this weight class. Guys that have been there before and Brunson, Hall, Jordan. Um, this is a pretty good weight class, I think, top to bottom. But this is obviously Alex Meyer's time. We talked a lot about the other seniors. It's time for him to go. It's time for him to really make his mark on this program.
1: It is. You know, he's he's had a lot of, uh, of ups and downs and, and matches where you're shaking your head and you're wondering what in the world is going on. And uh, he's had other matches where, you know, you're, you're like, this guy is a national champion caliber. So, you know, he's just a guy that you want to see wrestle on his best. And I think of late, he's been doing that. He's been competing, and he's been really tying, tying down his, his defensive wrestling where he's not giving up points. And he's just – that's that's what's going to have to happen at the Big Ten. You cannot give up and spot everybody points and, and come back in every match because, you know, eventually you got a guy who's good enough that he's going to – wrestle tight, and he's going to hold his lead. So for Meyer, coming out in that first period strong is – I mean, that's – that's the key.
0: Previewing the Big Ten Wrestling Championships here on On the Mat on Hawkeyes, Mike, with Matt McDonough, two-time Big Ten champion for the Iowa Hawkeyes. 184, Sammy Brooks, Ranked number three. He's got Bo Nickel. Nickel put him in that splatel in the dual meet. Really kind of a disappointing, uh, kind of deflated carver in that match. But this weight class is filled with great wrestlers, and it should be a lot of fun watching, watching Brooks try to repeat as Big Ten champ.
1: Absolutely. I mean, this is a weight class that he won last year and we thought, well, you know, it's okay. It's not a bad weight class. And then you have a bunch of guys from the weight class go and they're all American and nationals, one of which is Brooks and one of which is Dudley, who he beat and then made the finals in the NCA's and beat him. And now you have Bo Nickel and Miles Martin who moved up and Nate Jackson who move up. So this is just a packed weight class. And I think that match with Nickel, it's got to motivate Brooks and – you know, at probably help him going into this tournament because there are so many other tough opponents that he wants nothing more than to get a match against Bo Nickel. And what do you got to do to do that? You got to go through all the other guys. And so it puts a puts a target on all the all those other guys because they're standing in the way of him and Nickel.
0: I'll always remember that interview after the Big Tens last year when he credited the mullet and said you guys were going to put brackets on the back of the uh, Big Ten Championship bracket. One of my uh, one of my favorite experiences covering wrestling over the years. Um, let's go ahead and get through these last two, Matt. 197, uh, another youngster, Cash Wilkie, is going to step in there. There's some pretty good guys at this weight class, but that doesn't necessarily mean that Wilkie can't make some noise. You look at the top of the weight class with Moore and Far, but again, as I said, Wilkie, he's got a really good opportunity here with seven qualifying. He's the seventh so he can go into this tournament.
1: Yeah, Wilkie's a guy where that's you know one of the questions in the lineup, and I know a lot of people are wondering how he's gonna do and if he's gonna make it, and he has all the tools to do it. He's just got to go out and do the wrestling, and you know that's the the easy part is to, to say you know just go out and do it, and the hard part is to actually do it. But for him, all he has to do is just wrestle, and, and if he can go out there and do what he's best at for seven minutes every match, be on the offense, score big points, and have a motor, he's going to get himself into that NCAA championship and then anything can happen there.
0: Let's go ahead and get into 285, that final weight class. This one is its a weight class that, I think, going into the year, a lot of Iowa fans were excited to see where Sam Stoll was going to be. He's a top-ranked wrestler. He's a guy that could really be there at the end. And, and this one's got some really good ones. You look at what Snyder's been able to do, uh, Medbury, Neville's all these guys, but Holloway's going to step in there. I think that I've kind of gotten the notion that Tom Brands is really happy with where Holloway has gone so far this year, even though he hasn't had a lot of success as far as wins, but he's been up against some really good wrestlers. What what, what do you expect at heavyweight? I don't want to necessarily say, you know, what can Holloway do, but what do you expect going into this matchup um, for Holloway at 285?
1: Well, I, uh, I expect him to, to go out and do Stephen Holloway things. He is an athletic kid. Um, he, he really he has a lot of ability to score big points and to really put on a show. Um, but what I expect for him is to, to steal one of those spots. And there are not um, an unlimited amount of spots. And he doesn't have enough RPI to get himself um, into that tournament just on his body of work alone. So he is going to have to go out and steal a spot. And, you know, I think I think he can do that.
0: He is two-time Big Ten champion, two-time NCAA champion, three-time All-American for the Iowa Hawkeyes, Matt McDonough, joining us here on On the Mat on Hawkeyes. Mike, Matt, right be quick, real quick before I let you go, overall team, Iowa, it's been kind of a bugaboo, I think, in postseason wrestling over the past few seasons. They've gotten theirs whenever they've gotten, but, but the, with the reemergence of Penn State and Ohio State and Oklahoma State and all these other teams, what does Iowa have to do this weekend in Indiana to, to get a Big Ten championship? It's a thing
1: every year if you look at, look at the statistics, um, but bonus points are key. And we have the ability at so many weights, all the way from Gilman to Clark, Meyer, Brooks, Sorensen, Kemmer. More than half of our lineup has the ability to score huge bonus points and really everyone in the lineup But those major weight classes have the ability to score big bonus points and that's going to be the difference And you know you look at what Penn State's done in the last few years and if you look at their bonus point margin It's huge. I mean they, they're able to score pins and tech falls and majors and uh, a majority of their matches especially at the tournaments and that has a a big role to play in their winning and if we can do that we give ourselves a huge chance and then of course you know um, a little bit of outside help from other teams knocking off guys that never hurts
0: (laughs) at mcdominate 16 on twitter matt thank you so much for joining us hopefully we can do this down the road um great stuff man it was good having you on
1: Thank you. It was great being on. And, um, you know, I I love the love the podcast and I I love the, um, the prep for the Big Ten. You know, it gets me excited and it's right around the corner. So I can't wait to get out there and, you know, upward and onward.
0: I'm excited, too, Matt. Thank you very much for joining us. There you have it. It's Matt McDonough, two-time Big Ten champ, two-time NCAA champ for the Iowa Hawkeyes, breaking down this weekend's Big Ten Wrestling Tournament. A lot of individual stuff at stake, but ultimately it is the team race. Here's senior Alex Meyer talking about how it adds a little bit extra trying to go for that team gold.
1: Yeah, I think that's, that's uh, the, the best way to go about it, um, especially with the guys we have on our team. We've been together for a long time, and that's just kind of the, the culture we've built. Everyone takes care of themselves and uh, goes about their business. Um, I think that the team race adds a little emphasis, but the, I think the best way, especially for our team, is uh, everyone goes out and takes care of their business and uh, everything else will take care of itself.
0: That's gonna do it for us, folks. Big 10 tournament coming up this weekend in Indiana. Follow along with us on Twitter, at HawkeyesMike, as well as with all the coverage on Big 10 Network. It's gonna be a fun tournament. Who is victorious in the end? Is it the Iowa Hawkeyes? Is it Ohio State? Is it Penn State? Does Nebraska or Illinois or someone else emerge as a winner at the Big Ten Championships? It's going to be a heck of a good time. Looking forward to it. We're going to go ahead and break this thing down coming up next week. We're going to have more on the mat for you as well as in the weekly wrap. Plus, we're going to do a special edition of On the Mat coming up, previewing the NCAA Wrestling Tournament coming up in a couple weeks as well. This has been On the Mat. I'm your host, Tyler Chumlin. Thank you for listening. This is Hawkeyes Mike.
2: And broadcast school has really paid off.
0: How many things have you touched today?
2: Hmm? Ooh, a puppy.
0: (laughs) How many places have your hands been?
2: Ooh, a keyboard.
0: 24-hour hand sanitizer protection just makes sense. Prefins, a silica-based hand sanitizer protects your hands all day.
2: Stays on up to 10 washings. Moisturizes, alcohol-free, and safe for the kids. So go ahead, touch anything and everything. Yeah, with toilet. Prefins, keep your hands germ-free all day.
1: This has been a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike, LLC.